0: It's time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. As my wife said to me, you're going to do something on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this week? Nah. <laughs> nah. So I'm, I, I'm just, I'm very happy about Joan Jett. Oh, Joan Jett's awesome. My, that's my happiness for the week. So, class is in. Rock School Radio Show, broadcasting from the campus Southeastern Louisiana University. Have you seen the big flaming ball in the sky? It's called the (gasps) sun. Is that? That's what it's called. I
1: kept blinking driving to work this morning. I couldn't
0: understand it either. I wondered where the big fluffy black things went. (laughs) Those rain clouds. Finally, the sun has returned to this area of the continent. I'm so happy about it. My name is Joe Burns. You are?
1: Monique Gregoire.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not going to say anything about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know. Green Day and and Joan Jett and all that kind of stuff. I have such problems. We've covered the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. so heavily on this show, and I have... Have such problems with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so you know I'm happy as anything that Joan Jett went in. <laughs> I am. I'm happy as anything that, that she went in. I've been watching
1: fun. Nick Jr. all weekend. I'll be honest. You missed it all I together. Everything.
0: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> no. my because my, my wife said to me, "You're going to do something on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this week." Nah. <laughs> nah. So I'm. I, I'm just. I'm very happy about Joan Jett I, going Jones, in. That's, that's my. Awesome. That's my happiness for the week. So. What are we talking about this week? Again, that that techie show, you've pushed it off again. Uh-huh. We, I told you what the topic was and you said you really should get another guitarist in here mm-hmm. because all you're going to get out of me is, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. That's, that's all I got out of any woman that I dated. That's <laughs> that's the extent of my, you know, come back from a woman. That's, well, that's it. That's the, not
1: bad. They're agreeing with you at the, least. It's, right?
0: it's, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> their arms are always crossed. So that's <laughs> that. I had this show just hanging around. I don't know why I put this one together. But I've had it forever, and it's one of these where I I really think it should be put out there because it's sort of a celebration of people who have overcome some adversity. Mm -hmm. This is a show of just rock stars who have disabilities, and some of them you know immediately. Ray Charles, Uh he hasn't been blind since birth. Uh, He lost his uh, sights when he was a very young man. But played for every known name, and obviously of uh, you know of his own hits, mm-hmm. and of course the um, the the huge movie that was uh, put out about him. Everybody knows him from the song Georgia. Yeah, I mean Ray Charles, Blind Stevie Wonder, as well. Mm-hmm. I believe he has been blind since birth. And what's fun is, I mean, he himself makes fun of it. How many times have you seen Stevie Wonder (laughs) being impersonated by Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah. He has as much fun with it as anybody else. So I have a whole list of people today who have some sort of disability, uh, who play music, who's in the rock and roll world, who hasn't let that disability stop them at all. And a lot of people, when I tell them who has the disability, they kind of go, I didn't didn't know that. I didn't even know they had it. Because you look past
1: it. You don't think about it. Right.
0: You. I, I had no idea there was a disability. This person you actually did know, I'll bet. We're starting with this person because you love the movie Roadhouse. Be honest with me. <laughs> be honest with me. I
1: like the song.
0: Jeff Healy, when he was one year old, lost his sight to retinoblastoma, a cancer of the eyes. Finally, they had to be surgically removed, and he was given ocular prostheses on uh, le- January eleventh, twenty 2007. Seven, He underwent surgery to remove tissue from both lungs. In the previous 18 months, he had had sarcomas removed from both legs. It just simply took him over. And in Aww. 2008, died of cancer in Toronto when he was 41. However, everybody knows him as a singer and a guitarist. Because he was blind almost since birth, Mm -hmm. he never learned to play the guitar in a horizontal fashion. Right. He played it in a Hawaiian fashion. He laid it on his lap Mm -hmm. and his left hand, instead of cupping the neck down into the web between the thumb and the index finger, he laid his hand vertically over top of it. So instead of his pinky being his lead finger, Uh it was his thumb
1: Oh, I didn't know that. To
0: watch Jeff Healy play the guitar is to sort of shake your head and go, well, this is a guy that did what was required, not what he was taught in some music school. Mm -hmm. So if you get a chance, Jeff Healy, you can look it up. You can find easily on YouTube Healy playing inside of the movie Roadhouse, and it's not as bad a movie as you think it is if you haven't (laughs) heard it. But yeah, watch him play. He sits in a Hawaiian fashion and plays hard-edged rock and roll. We have Stop Breaking Down. It's Jeff Healy here on Rock School. I'm out of the Jeff Healy band. Stop breaking down. Here are a couple more people who are disabled. You might not have known it. Tony Iommi, the guitarist for Black Sabbath. Right before he was on his way out to be a out, I say out of, you know, blue collar work. Mm -hmm. He chopped the tips of two of his fingers off. Really? Right. And had to have prostheses. Put on the tips of the fingers. Hmm. Rick Allen, my guess is you know this—the drummer for Def Leppard. Yes, you know, lost one of his arms. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm That's the first re- one that comes to mind. I'm trying
0: to remember which arm it was. I think it's his left arm.
1: I think I think you're right. Yes,
0: yeah, because he drums still with the right arm. And, right. You know, the Thunder God. He created a uh, or had created for him a set of drums that deals with echo and secondary hits. When he hits one drum, mm-hmm. the drum itself produces a secondary hit. Oh.
1: So he's yeah.
0: So it's it's able to he's able to create a full set of drums as he plays. Yeah. So you know the the fun story with that is while he was learning to play these drums, there was a drummer that toured with them, some studio guy, Mm -hmm. and the studio guy was late to the concert one time, and Rick Allen did the whole concert. And at the end of it, you know, the studio guy looked at them and said, "Well, look, you don't need me anymore." (laughs) He fired himself (laughs) and walked away. Here's the one we're going to play. Jason Becker, if, if you're a guitarist, the name Jason Becker is one of these guys that not a lot of people who are outside of the guitar world know, mm-hmm. but you place him up on a pedestal okay. where, where anybody who's not in the guitar world would know him as he played okay. with David Lee Roth uh, on, on his album where they play Showtime, um, a, a few other songs that are absolutely unbelievable. Jason Becker was a speed demon, Okay. One of these guys that played the modified Strat, mm-hmm. that played a million notes a second. Well, Lou Gehrig's disease, oh. ALS. Um, and what's funny is during the David Lee Roth album, he had the disease beginning. It was starting to set into his legs. As a matter wow. of fact, there's a feature length documentary about Jason Becker called "Not Dead Yet," oh. came out in 2012, and it explains all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those where all of a sudden he was having trouble walking upstairs. Really, and he's thinking, "Oh, I'm just tired," right? You know, and it, it took over. But you hear what he can do inside of the inside of the disease when it was first beginning, and mm-hmm. you think to yourself, "Well, if you can do that, then
1: right, what were you
0: doing before?" Right? You know, you can you can go on YouTube and easily find him playing uh, Paganini's Fifth Caprice, mm-hmm. what a lot of people believe is one of the most difficult musical pieces to play. Period, oh. and he's playing it on a guitar rather than a violin. The the thing that most people are amazed by is in 1996, he releases an album called Perspective where he is fully engulfed in the disease and he composes it on a computer using the ALS wow. software and such. And you think to yourself, well, what could it possibly sound like? Well, here you go. The song is called Blue. It's by Jason Becker. This is from Perspective. Sounds like this on Rock School. rock stars who have a disability and have blatantly overcome them, Bill Withers, uh, who has put some of the greatest music ever to tape record, you know, a track cassette, I shall go on and on with methods (laughs) of playing music now, he has a problem with stuttering. Really? As does Mel Tillis, a problem with stuttering. What's funny is Mel Tillis is the first one to sort of point this out to the general public. The part of your brain that deals with speech and the part of your brain that deals with singing are two different sections. Thus, while you're speaking, you may have a stutter,
1: Uh but
0: while you're singing, you probably won't have a stutter.
1: That's crazy. It's
0: completely two different sections, or it's controlled by two different sections. So you just sing
1: all the time. uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Mel Tillis could sing with no problem whatsoever. And Bill Withers, when he was singing, you know, Use Me, which was an unbelievable piece of music, no stuttering whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Go figure. Here's the one we're going to play, Ian Drury of Ian Drury and the Blockheads. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Mm -hmm. The the overt Cockney accent thrown (laughs) in there. At the age of seven, he was stricken by polio. Suffered extreme long-term effects. He had a shrunken arm because of it and also has an extreme difficulty in walking. Uses a cane to walk, which of course becomes a stage prop when you hit the stage. And it's not stopped him. He's had multiple hits, more in the UK than he has here. But mm-hmm. this one you know. See you in Brewery here on Rock School. And drugs and broken. All right, coming into the first break here on Rock School. And drugs and Ready for this? <laughs> Michael Bolton is deaf in one ear.
1: Well, that explains it now, doesn't
0: it? All right, I'll just do the joke for everyone. Yeah, he is, he's completely deaf in one ear. I don't know if that's because of anything that's part of his person or mm-hmm. if he blew it out because he was constantly turned towards the amplifiers. I don't know. But the fact remains, Michael Bolton is deaf in one ear. Go figure. <laughs> Kenny G, the saxophonist, uh-huh. has asthma. Really? You, you know, you... I guess when I've heard of people who have asthma taking up running because uh-huh. it will work the lungs. It makes sense to me that this guy who has it says here sold 48 million records. That's what drives me crazy about that. Kenny G sucks. <laughs> he sold 48 million records. Somebody he likes can't them. suck that bad, yeah. you know. And this one, I urge you to look this person up. I could play her on the radio, but it wouldn't show. The, the genius of this person. Her name is Evelyn Glennie. She is a Scottish percussionist. She is profoundly deaf, i.e. stone deaf. Hmm. Nothing since the age of 12. Kay. How is it possible that she is a musician? Ready for this? Okay. She plays barefoot during live performances and studio recordings, feels uh. the beat of the music through uh-huh. her feet, And then plays to the beat she hears. Through her feet.
1: Through the vibrations. Right.
0: She says deafness is largely misunderstood by the public, claims to have taught herself to hear with parts of her body other than her ears. Mm-hmm. In response to criticism from the media, she published a hearing essay which discusses her condition. Now, here's how you spell her name. E-V-E-L-Y-N. Evelyn. That's, that right. makes sense. Glenny. G-L-E-N-N-I-E. G-L-E-N-N-I-E. I urge you to look her up. Right. Now, it's it's long-form pieces and mm-hmm. sort of very virtuistic stuff. Right. But it's one of those where halfway through it, you kind of shake your head and look at it and you go, no, you're not deaf, which is what I'm sure she wants what? you to think.
1: Well, and that's the thing is right. I have so many questions around just that.
0: Yeah. To watch her one time will make you go, I should be doing more with my <laughs> life. K-S-R-Q, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Thanks for running the radio show.
1: K-C-M-J, Colorado Springs, Colorado.
0: Get us on Facebook or we'll cry. (laughs) There, it's the best I can do for you. Back in a minute here on Rock School. The break, let's do somebody I'm sure you know. Stanley Eisen. Know him? Nope. Paul Stanley of Kiss. Oh
1: yeah, I know him.
0: Got to make sure I got this right. Microtia is what he has. M-I-C-R-O-T-I-A. He was born with it. It is a rare congenital deformity where the fleshy part of the outer ear is extremely underdeveloped or absent entirely. What? He has what's known as level three microtia between the outer ear and the inner inner ear. He has no ear canal whatsoever. What? And furthermore, his ear was so deformed that as soon as he could, that's why he grew the long hair As a young man.
1: Yeah, hence you can't see it.
0: Hence you can't see it. Mm -hmm. Correct. He's also the spokesperson for About Face, an organization that provides support and information to individuals with facial differences. He was until a few years ago when a bone device was implanted. I'm assuming a cochlear implant.
1: Okay, That's
0: the thing Limbaugh had put into his head that allowed him to hear. Uh, Until this bone implant device was put in there, he was completely deaf in his right ear. But this man who wrote some of the most well-known, along with Gene Simmons, of course, Mm -hmm. wrote some of the best-known pop hits in rock and roll, had a disability that made his world his only left ear. That's so weird. Unbelievable, huh? There you go. Yes. Yes, On Rock School. All right, bottom of the hour here on Rock School. We're going to do seven days and 70 seconds here in just one minute. Let me list a few more people for you. David Sanborn, you probably know him as sort of the saxophonist of the 80s, real handsome guy. He has polio. Oh, In fact, it was one of the things he said that helped him as a child. The polio attacked his chest. He said he was lucky to have survived. It restricted his ability to breathe, and he took up the instrument to improve his Breathing,
1: really, right?
0: It when you play any instrument where you have to, you know, blow, uh-huh. you have to learn to, you know,
1: control control I guess.
0: it to the point where you know you are solidly in control of your breathing abilities. Huh. And he used it. Diane Scher, the two-time Grammy Award-winning singer, she is blind. The guy from the Black Eyed Peas, his name is Alan Pinda Lindo Jr. I don't know how you pronounce his nickname, Apple Day App. I guess APL dot D E dot he is legally blind. Yeah. Cher has dyslexia. Okay. Frankie Valley is hearing impaired and has multiple surgeries to prove it, have never been able to bring it back completely, but oh, at least a... has put it at arm's length yeah. in order to, you know, stop deafness. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, there's. It seems like there's a lot of hearing problems. I'm surprised. Right, like and most not, of what we've covered.
0: Right, and not just from I'm standing too close to the amp.
1: Right, exactly. It's not after. Right. It's.
0: It's previous to them becoming musicians. Yeah, and you would think if I have a hearing problem, why would I go into music? I don't know. I, I still think music is one of those things that it's 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 in your it's in your veins. It's oh, hormonal. I agree. You hear a song that you love, mm-hmm. that dopamine release, it's hormonal. I oh. I believe that you'll never be able to prove it to me otherwise.
1: Oh no, I totally it, agree. With it that. really is.
0: All right, so let's get there. I'm Joe Burns. You are
1: Monique Gregoire. These
0: are the dates for seven days and seventy seconds. April 20 all the way through April 26th. You have Monday, Monique. Go. April
1: 20th, 1979. Lighting director Billy Duffy was killed in an accident during a Kate Bush concert in Southampton, England. 21-year-old Duffy fell 20 feet through an open trapdoor on the stage. Yeah,
0: that happens. April 21, 2014. Robin Thicke's controversial hit. Blurred Lines was named the UK's most downloaded song of all time. 1.54 million copies since it was released May 2013 and just got nailed for copyright infringement. Oh, yeah. April 22,
1: 1957, Elvis Presley had his custom-built music gates installed at Graceland. The gates were designed by Abe Saucer Mm -hmm. and custom-built by John Dillers Jr. of Memphis Door
0: I have a picture of myself leaning up against them.
1: One day I'll have that, too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. April
0: 23, 2012, Tommy Marth, the touring and studio saxophonist for The Killers, dies after shooting himself in the head at his Las Vegas home. What? Yeah.
1: April twenty-fourth, 1975, Peter Hamm, British singer-songwriter with Badfinger, committed suicide by hanging himself in the garage of his Surrey home.
0: Right. Joins the 27 Club, too. Oh. April 25, 2002, TLC member Lisa Left Eye Lopez is killed in a car accident in Honduras, and April 26, 1990. New Kids on the Block's Danny Wood injures his ankle while on stage in Manchester while he trips over a toy animal <laughs> thrown on stage by a fan and was forced to fly back home to the U.S. for treatment. That's you know, crazy. That, that dance they did. Oh 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 uh-huh. oh, oh. Well, I told yeah. you
1: earlier. I was I was actually singing in KOTB this weekend. Oh, were
0: you? Gosh, yeah, you're cool. my favorite girl in KOTB. <laughs> Vic chestnut you may not have heard of vic chestnut but again spell chestnut with two t's chestnut like the food Mm -hmm. but with two t's athens georgia he released 17 albums during his career including two produced by michael stipe injuries from a 1983 car accident left him partially paralyzed used a wheelchair and limited use of his hands Hmm. you should hear the stuff that he does April, pardon me, December twenty fifth, 2009, at the age of 45, he dies of an overdose of muscle relaxants that left Mm. him in a coma in an Athens hospital. It says here that he had attempted suicide a few times beforehand, but they did not take. But you have to, again, playing it on the radio is one thing. Right. Seeing it is something else. Vic is V-I-C. Chestnut is the food with an extra T at the end. Okay. To watch the man play you again, you shake your head and go, I have nothing to complain about in my existence. Exactly. Period. Here is Vic Chestnut here on Rock School. Coming out of Vic Chestnut here on Rock School, here are a few more. Teddy Pendergrass. uh, In 1982, Pendergrass was in an accident that left him paralyzed from the waist down. He was driving a Rolls-Royce Silver Spirit automobile, hit a guardrail, crossed into the opposite lane, and hit two trees.
1: Wow. He had a
0: passenger in the car, Tanika Watson, who was a, a nightclub performer. It's, there's a lot more to that story, but I don't want to get into it right here. Okay. They were trapped in the wreckage for 45 minutes. Watson walks away without really anything, minor injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pendergrass, again, paralyzed from the waist down. He tours as a gospel musician for a little while afterwards and soon retires. Itzhak Perlman, maybe the greatest violinist of the 20th century, has, let me sure if I got this here, has polio. Oh. Had it at the age of four, made a good recovery, uh, learns to walk by the aid of crutches, and generally uses a scooter now to get around. And plays violin while seated. Plays at uh, played at Barack Obama's inauguration, and oh. it says here Charlie Daniels calls him Sir.
1: <laughs> so there,
0: Brian Wilson, one of the Beach Boys, yeah, he is deaf. Really, Not entirely deaf, it says here, but legally deaf. Hardly has any hearing in his right ear. Many suspect it's because of his father hitting him, not because of the music. And the one we're going to play, Django Reinhardt. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, to listen to it is to, wow. Right. To see it, Django is spelled DJ. Mm Mm-hmm. A-N-G-O. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about Reinhardt. If you get Django in there, it's it. <laughs> going to come up. D-J-A-N-G-O. A fire occurs
1: mm-hmm.
0: his, on his left hand, his fretting hand, the Hi. hand that is on the neck. He loses the use of his third finger, his ring finger, and his pinky finger. Okay. They are so badly injured in the fire, they become paralyzed. He has only use of his index finger, his middle finger, and his thumb.
1: Really? And
0: you think to yourself, well, how fast can he play? Oh, man. The new guitar style of jazz right. that he invents is called hot jazz. Uh-huh. And they sometimes call it French gypsy jazz. Now, right. you think to yourself, how is he getting these runs? How is he getting them so fast? Right. The only way I can explain it is he starts at the bottom of the neck Double picks with his right hand and then slides his hand up the string, but mm-hmm. is able to, I don't know how to say it, tap the string on the way up. So only certain notes play wow. as he comes up the string. And he does the huh. roads that way, but still, just with two fingers, right? He moves his hand back and forth, and with two fingers, mm-hmm. plays the scales. So, you guitarists out there, the next time you're sitting there going, "I can't get this pentatonic scale with all <laughs> four fingers," <laughs> Reinhardt did it with two. Right. So, just to lay more across you, Reinhardt did it with two. Here's jangology right here in Rock School. Coming into the second break here on Rock School, here are a few more. Ludwig van Beethoven, my guess is you know that he was deaf, Mm -hmm. right? Some people think it's because he used to keep himself awake by pouring freezing cold water over his head and into his ears.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, that tends to hurt you. Curtis Mayfield. uh, Curtis Mayfield, you know, God blank, the pusher man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he... Uh, It says here, broke the third, fourth, and fifth vertebrae, leaving him paralyzed from the neck down when, in August 1990, a lighting rig fell on him.
1: Wow. Right.
0: He would lie on his back in order to get enough breath inside of himself to sing. Uh And it says, as painful as it was, Mayfield was able to create one more album before his death. Really? paralyzed from the neck down
1: wow like i
0: say it's it's hormonal it's in you it's
1: passion when they
0: say when they say it's it's part of you it's Mm -hmm. physically part of you i think that completely ronnie milsap was blind Blind. right Mm -hmm. had multiple top five singles there's no getting over me Mm -hmm. uh wouldn't have missed it for the world any day now do i have another one here oh jose feliciano Permanently blind from birth because of congenital glaucoma and would constantly make fun of his blindness in concert. One of the first things he would do is – the joke was that he would come out on stage to start the concert, set his chair backwards, and play (laughs) the first song with his back to the (laughs) audience. And when they'd applaud, he'd stand up, oh, and he'd turn around, oh, there you are. So – you might as well exactly. have a little bit of you know have, have a little bit life. of fun with it. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Okay, we gotta take a break here who do I have? KPVL decora, Iowa. Yeah, my handwriting is just terrible. <laughs> who else do you have?
1: K S K Q in Ashland, Oregon.
0: Back in a minute here in Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. Let's just blow through everything that we have here. Hank Williams, Sr., not junior, Mm -hmm. Sr., was born with spina bifida occulta, a disorder of the spinal column. It gave him a sort of a hunch, and he was in lifelong pain, which later on, of course, led to alcohol and drug abuse, Uh, which is what killed him. Okay. Not the spina bifida. Okay. That is what killed him. Terry Gibbs, a blind country singer... What else do I have I on here? Brett Michaels has type 1 diabetes, and he, quote, had to legally learn to shoot up and eat correctly. <laughs> so you think, you know, he's out on the road with poison, lots of drugs and alcohol. No. Nope, would have killed him. Mm-hmm. Edgar Winter, albinism. Hmm. I don't know that that's a disability.
1: Uh, I but think so, well, I guess. You don't think
0: so? I didn't... Uh, blind Willie Johnson was not born blind. Some people say he was blinded by a person throwing lie in his face. Oh, that's but, awful. Yeah, Blind Willie Johnson. Do I have another one here before we go on? Yeah, Andrea Botticelli. Oh yeah. The uh, I believe he's Italian. Yes, Italian mm-hmm. tenor singer songwriter born with poor eyesight and then at the age of twelve, following a football accident, which I assume means soccer. Right. Because he's Italian. Um, there you go. He lost his sight completely. Mm-hmm. And here's the one we're going to end up on. Billy McLaughlin. Once again, I've said it before in the show. Mm-hmm. to hear it is one thing, to see it is another one. Okay. Billy is a guy that has focal dystonia, mm-hmm. which severely limits his ability to play. he He graduated with honors from the University of Southern California. Okay. So he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. but, he hasn't the ability to sit down like, a, like a, a traditional format, put the guitar, you know, straight out right. and strum with the right hand. So what he does is he takes the guitar, think of the neck, think of the head of the guitar, right. take it and lie it on your right shoulder. So okay. the guitar is pointing straight up towards the ceiling and then hug it. Mm-hmm. But take your fingers and put them on the neck like a typewriter. Okay. Almost like you're playing a flute. But Uh, your fingers are in the same position, or not a flute, like a clarinet. Okay. But your fingers are in the same position, but on the neck of the guitar. Okay. That's how he plays. Hmm. And again, to see it is so much better than to hear it. Spell Billy, Billy, Mm -hmm. McLaughlin, M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N. Okay. YouTube. Just put it in and it will come out all over the place. Mm -hmm. You can see him live. You can hear his stuff. But it's it's unbelievable. There's also a documentary named Changing Keys, and you'll be able to see sections of it. I couldn't find the whole thing. Right. But you'll be able to see sections of it on YouTube. So that wraps up the show. Mm-hmm. We'll play uh, Billy McLaughlin to get us out of the show. And that'll do it. Uh, I'm Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. We'll be back next week. You want to come back next week? Sure. You have no choice. You work here. <laughs> see you then. Hey, class is dismissed.